Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Well, hello there, and welcome to episode number 33 of the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. In the last episode, number 32, I shared some, oh my gosh, some amazing, just incredibly inspiring stories from people who are absolutely crushing their health and fitness and weight loss goals in this kind of weird coronavirus era that we're living in. And honestly, it really kind of made me think about my story and kind of where all I've been and what I've done and how I wound up where I am. And I got to thinking, you know, like some, some of you listeners, some of you might know me pretty well, or for some of you, I might just be like some nutrition guy that you found on the internet or while you were scrolling through different podcasts. And I couldn't help but think that some of you might like to know a little more about how I wound up here, how I wound up doing what I do, teaching what I teach and believing in and promoting the principles and strategies that I use, like the stuff that you hear from week to week on this podcast. So today I'd like to kind of formally introduce myself and tell you the quick version of my story. Because right now I might be Mr. Weight Loss Nutrition Guy, but it wasn't always that way. So grab a cup of coffee or grab some popcorn and sit back and I'll tell you a little bit more about who I am and how I got to where I am. So I grew up on a dirt road in a tiny little town in the deep fried South. And just like so many people, maybe like you, I was not taught how to eat healthy growing up. Matter of fact, I was, it was kind of the opposite end of the spectrum. I was raised on cornbread, biscuits, fast food, fried this, fried that. It was really rich, like buttery casseroles sweet tea, and a lot of soft drinks. But when you're from Georgia, where Coca-Cola was founded, for those of you that don't know, you just refer to all, all soft drinks as Coke. Like, it's not pop, it's not soda or soft drinks, just Coke. Everything's Coke. Okay, anyways, back back to the story here. So looking back, I came from like a really awesome, incredibly loving, supportive family. But honestly, even when my family made attempts to eat healthy, They really didn't know what they were doing. My family loved food and used any and every special occasion to indulge. Someone had a baby, we're eating. Someone died, we're eating. I mean, (laughs) anything. Looking back, I realized that literally everything circled around food. Like food was the center of, of all of it. It didn't matter the occasion. Food was the medicine to treat any sickness or hardship. And it was like the confetti used to celebrate anything special or good that happened. So first and foremost, you can see that I'm a real person. I was not raised eating organic tofu and doing wilderness yoga retreats. (laughs) That's not who I am. But if I had to guess, you and I are probably pretty similar. I mean, I love the good things in life. I still do friends and family and all the delicious food that comes with it. So how in the world did I end up teaching people how to lose weight? (laughs) Well, believe it or not, it all started in middle school. Before your imagination runs wild, no, I wasn't like peering over my classmates' shoulders at lunch telling them, hey, you should probably have some more veggies with that pizza. (laughs) 
That wasn't what I was doing. As much fun as that sounds, that's not what I was doing. Here's the real story. At 12 years old, I made the middle school basketball team, which was like the coolest thing ever when you're 12, by the way. But as cool as that was, it was equally uncool when things totally came crashing down when I threw up, yes, like literally vomited, in the middle of a game. I walked over to the sideline. I started feeling kind of just weird and icky right around halftime. And I kind of walked over to the to the bench, grabbed my, co- my coach's shoulders, leaned over, and threw up all over his freaking shoes. <laughs> ah, so that's so not cool, right? But what, what was the deal? I mean, I was 12. I shouldn't be throwing up in the middle of a, of a basketball game. So we, ration, you know, we rationalized it. Well, maybe I just had an upset stomach or I ate too close to the game. But then a few games later, it almost happened again. I nearly passed out and puked again. And my mom was like, okay, enough's enough. That's it. We got to find out what's going on. So she took me to the doctor and I was diagnosed with what's known as exercise-induced hypertension, which is basically... Maybe you know what that is, maybe you don't, but it's essentially, for most people, when they start exercising, their blood pressure begins to go up, but then it kind of caps off. Like, it'll only go so high, and your body will, like, stop it. It'll, it'll get capped. Well, that wasn't happening for me, so my blood pressure would go up and up and up and up to basically, like, borderline stroke level, even though I was only 12 years old. So, my body, in an effort to get me to stop, would make me sick. <laughs> it would make me nauseous and make me feel like I was going to pass out. So I'm 12 years old, faced with this situation. Okay, great. So what's the cure? Like, what do I need to do? Well, my doctor was amazing, and she didn't want to instantly just, like, put me on medication, so she gave pretty simple orders. I had to change my diet or quit basketball. Are you kidding me? Like, I mean, that was an easy choice. When you're 12 and being on the school basketball team is the coolest thing ever, you do whatever it takes to keep playing basketball. But if I'm totally honest... I remember thinking, oh, wow, like I can't eat that. Oh, and I can't eat this either. Before I was even a teenager, I was introduced to the reality of changing what you eat and how it could honestly just be really challenging and kind of a bummer at times. But I did it. I did it because I wanted basketball more than I wanted those foods. I changed my diet and it was like magic. My problem was solved at the age of 12. It was impressed upon my young mind. I learned one of the most important lessons of my life. What we eat really, truly impacts how we feel. It affects how our body performs and works on the inside. Fast forward to high school, and I transitioned from basketball to another sport. Around 16 years of age, I was just totally fascinated by and I fell in love with the sport of bodybuilding which for those of you that don't know it's the same sport that Arnold Schwarzenegger competed in it's it's like (laughs) this is kind of a funny description but it's basically like a male beauty contest from the neck down the whole goal is to build as close to perfect of a body as you can you're basically trying to like convert your body into a perfectly sculpted statue like a living breathing work of art the only problem was for me at least It was like around 1993, 1994, and I was from a dirt road in a tiny town where everyone was blue-collar workers, and no one knew anything about bodybuilding. Heck, most people hadn't even heard of it. And let me remind you, again, this was like 1994-ish. The internet was just kind of getting started. It was slow as crap, and there was no such thing as Google. I don't even know if we had a computer at my house. 
So I had to do things like the old school way. I had to do things the, the hard way. I read every book and magazine and article and anything about bodybuilding that I could get my hands on. And nearly everything I found said something like this. Workouts are important. You know, do this workout, do that workout. But nutrition, nutrition is the number one most important and powerful thing when it comes to changing your body. Oh, well, okay then. So in no time, nutrition became my new obsession. Heading off to college, it was a no-brainer. By the time I finished, I had degrees in nutrition science, allied health, and I was a certified trainer. And I began putting all of that to use in preparing for my contest. I took all of the deeper science that I learned from my classes to figure out if the bodybuilding and fat loss stuff that I was reading in the magazines and in the books, if it was actually legit and like it made sense or if it was just like a gimmick and just like total crap. And then I would just try things out. I would try things out on myself and friends that I would work out with. If they were up for it, with you know, they would try different things and give it a go. We just took what I learned and what seemed to make sense based off the science I knew and, it, and we put it into action in real life, trial and error to see what, actually worked and what didn't. And at the age of 17, I competed in and won my first bodybuilding contest. And not long after that, I received a sponsorship from a supplement and clothing company. And man, that was it. I was off to the races. I was hooked. I was like, let's, man, I love this. Let's rock it. I kept reading, kept experimenting and kept competing. And when all was said and done, I competed for about 10 years. I won a gold medal at the junior Olympic games. I won my class in a junior world championship. I did photo shoots for magazines in New York. I was invited to be a guest poser across the Southeast. I was on ESPN once, competed in two national championships as an adult, and I never finished outside of the top three, which I was pretty jazzed about. But here's the really crazy part, especially like in this day and age of coaches, I never had a coach. Looking back, I mean, it would have been really nice to just like go, okay, you tell me what to do and I'll do it. But like coaching for bodybuilding just wasn't a thing back then. So I had to figure it all out myself. Now, this was a huge blessing and it was also a little bit of a curse. Let me explain it. See, fresh out of college, when I started my career, I was, man, I was fired up. I was bright eyed, bushy tailed, and I was ready to change people's lives, like get after it, you know? And it's safe to say, obviously, I knew my stuff. I not only knew the science behind all the things, the nutrition and the exercise, I not only knew what it took to change your body, I had actually done it for myself over and over again. But somehow, I still wasn't really that great at leading other people to weight loss. It was really kind of hit or miss. Like some people would be successful and some people wouldn't. I couldn't figure it out. So, I mean, I was I trained people, I wrote out their diets, and I would get so frustrated because I didn't understand why they couldn't just do what I told them. I mean, what's wrong with these people? I'm like Mr. Superfit. I know how to do this. I've got trophies and degrees, and I'm telling you how to do it, but you won't do it. <laughs> why can't you just eat the way I tell you and exercise every day like I do? And then, out of the blue, boom. My whole world kind of came crashing down. I was only 30 years old when I suffered a pretty serious back injury and a really rare stomach infection that left me either just super nauseous or in pain, literally in pain, nearly every time I ate something. And suddenly, 
my perfect little world of intense workouts and super strict nutrition wasn't so perfect anymore. In what seems like no time, my body totally changed. I lost muscle, I gained fat, and I went from Mr. Superfit bodybuilder guy to just some dude with kind of that dreaded skinny fat appearance. This not only changed my body, it messed with my mind. That little negative voice in my head started working overtime, reminding me of everything I should be doing and how pathetic I look now and how pathetic I was overall. My self-image felt like garbage and my confidence was nosediving. It was just like a like a plane, like crashing. I was questioning so many things about myself and my abilities and who I was and who I, who I no longer was. It impacted my work, my marriage, my social life. I felt like I didn't, I didn't really like my body or how I felt in it. And with my injury and stomach problems, even recovering from those, things just weren't quite the same, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do about any of this. And then, poof, like a light bulb moment, bing, it hit me. Hey, you idiot, this is exactly how your clients feel. <laughs> they, there's a good chance they don't like their body either. They probably have a lack of self-confidence, and they're always fighting that negative little voice in their head, yet they don't know what to do about it. So they come to you, and what do you do, Corey? You give them some extreme, super fit workout and diet that they're totally not ready for. In that moment, I finally realized I was doing the exact same thing that the diet and fitness industry still does to this day. It was an overwhelming, like, do all of this and don't you dare eat that type of program with a good luck slap on the back coming from a fitness expert who really had no idea what it's like to be in your shoes. My clients, I would ask, you know, I would give them their program. They were asked to read pages and pages and study up and get ready and prepare, 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 and then go full throttle. You know, starting on Monday, you've got to begin these crazy grueling workouts and change every single thing you do and focus and stay focused and stay motivated and eat and drink a certain way and do all these things all at once. And basically it was like starting a whole new life on Monday. And then people wonder why they can't stick with it. Can anyone say weight loss challenge? <laughs> oh geez. Sorry. Okay. I won't get into that. It's another topic for another day. But if you stop and really think about it, you see this everywhere, and if I had to guess, it's the same thing that you've tried over and over. Pretty much every time you've attempted to lose weight, right? It's basically like a white knuckle, I mean, yeah, weight loss challenge. It's like, hold on for dear life, and it's just a recipe for failure. It just leaves you more discouraged and frustrated with that little negative voice in your head haunting you, chirping at you constantly, telling you that you can't do it, that you know it won't work, that this time will be just like all of the others. Okay, you guys know I can go on and on about that. Get back on track, Corey. Here we go. So I finally realized when all of this was going on in my life that my whole perspective had to change. I needed a new approach. I, if I was ever going to get back into shape and if I was ever going to actually help other people achieve results, I had to figure out a new way. Like a rigid diet and extreme workout was not going to work. I needed a whole new approach that was doable, that would help me regain my confidence, and it was sustainable day after day, week after week in real life. Around the same time, I also got married. So it wasn't just me 
batching it up, you know, being a bachelor, I can, I'll buy my own groceries and cook my own food and eat how I want to. Now, suddenly I was, I was with Allie and we wanted to have a life together and enjoy foods together. So I had to figure this out. So I decided to go back to the drawing board to question everything I'd been taught, everything I'd had normally done with clients, everything that was supposed to work. I was determined to figure out what really works, not for bodybuilders and fitness competitors, but for real people. I had to answer the question, how do I teach real everyday people to lose weight while still having a life? How do I teach them to lose weight and become super healthy without being in diet prison and without killing themselves with unsustainable workouts? How do I make losing weight as simple and doable and sustainable as possible for people who are busy living life and people who have struggled with weight loss in the past? And right then and there, my focus shifted from hardcore, deep nutrition science and exercise physiology to the brain, in which if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, that's no surprise, right? I realized it didn't matter how much nutrition and exercise expertise I had if I couldn't teach someone how to do it consistently and maintain it, then it was worthless. So I dove head first into the mental stuff. I studied psychology. I studied what the Bible says about our brain, about our mind and changing how we think and act. I studied what's behind our behaviors and how to change our habits. I consulted with medical doctors, psychologists, researchers, and other top-notch fitness professionals that I really respected. And I did a lot of observing. Why are some people so successful with weight loss or, or in any area of life for that matter? And then why do others fail over and over? And honestly, this was a massive, massive turning point in my life, in my career. So there I was at 30 years old. I was broken with a bad back and stomach issues, negative self-talk, and just what felt like zero confidence. And it took me a while to figure it all out, going through all those things I just told you about. But once I did, oh my gosh, it was revolutionary for my life and for my clients. I exercised less than I ever had in the past, but I still got results and I still felt great about myself. I never totally cut out sweets or other foods. Allie and I still enjoy those things on a regular basis, but I still lost fat and had more energy than ever. And then maybe best of all, I became happy in my own skin. I loved my body and I regained my confidence. And it wasn't just me. As I began to use the same principles and strategies to coach my clients, suddenly they began making more progress than ever. And as I like to say, like seeing the light when it comes to embracing a whole new approach to how you see your body and the process of losing weight and getting fit. So yeah, now <laughs> I'm a quote unquote weight loss expert with, you know, two degrees and 20 years of experience and a room full of bodybuilding trophies. But really, I'm still that kid <laughs> from that dirt road that just absolutely loves food and family and friends. As I worked through the extreme discipline of bodybuilding and geeky nutrition stuff and finally the super important and super powerful mental side of things, I feel like I've almost kind of come full circle. I've kind of become a hybrid of all the different phases of my life. And I believe that's where my voice and message comes from. It's why I'm passionate about the things I'm passionate about. Man, I can't stand and I don't believe in rigid, super strict diets or unsustainable workouts. I do believe that successful weight loss 
is all about embracing and celebrating food, not demonizing it, saying this is bad and this is good. And if you truly want to change your body and lose weight once and for all, nothing is more important than your brain. Changing how you think about your body and weight loss. And nothing makes me happier than using that 20 years of experience to help open someone's eyes. That's my whole goal with this podcast, guys and gals, to help you open your eyes, to cut through all the crap out there and teach people how to lose weight while still eating all the foods they enjoy. And most importantly, learning to love and appreciate their body in the process. In this whole process, my whole journey is exactly why I end every episode the way I do with this. There's more to your body than how much you weigh. And losing weight is really about gaining life. Mm, man, guys, I'm signing off. But just real quick first, if you enjoyed this, if you'd like to hear kind of a continuation of this story where I go into a little more detail and explain like the specific process that I use to, to coach my clients and to teach people uh, the principles and strategies that I learn. Just go to losefatlist.com. L-O-S-E, lose, like lose weight, losefatlist, L-I-S-T, dot com. And you can hop on a short presentation that I put together that kind of goes into that a little bit more. So until next time, my friends, take care of yourself and much love, much love to all the amazing healthcare workers out there. We appreciate you. We love you guys and we thank you. God bless all of you. Take care. Bye-bye.